Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, January 28th, 2021. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, gang, here we go. It's the Hockey Betting Podcast. Ready to rock and roll. Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart. It's the Super Bowl, right? We get the... Sand coming out of the hourglass. I don't even know. What are we down to? 11 days? What is it about the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl? The fact that you're you're sitting there with this thing as a target that's two weeks out, you get to the point by the middle of you're like, will you please play the damn game? I agree with you. I think the bi- you know what? I think the bye week blows. Just but like, it, play it like in a week. I, I, you know what I mean? But I get it. You're going to drag it out. No, I'm with you. Like, it's just after a while, it's like it's nauseating hearing the, the trends and all the other crap that we got going on right now. You know what I'm saying? It turns your world upside down. It's like, uh, how, how many days are left? And what do we do? And, and, the things, and then there are extra things that are wrapped around it. So you, your head's on a swivel. You're talking to the little men on your shoulders. And believe me, I, I, I'm growing a small <laughs> army. I don't help your cause either. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello, six o'clock in the morning, Vegas. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. You want to tape a show? <laughs> yeah, Kim. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, up, I'm, I'm watching Tyrell Hatton four putt at four thirty in the morning. Oh, it's my. okay, buddy. Let's uh, let's let's turn the corner. Actually, we got some really good picks. The St. Louis is a dog. The Vegas. I don't know what it is about St. Louis and Vegas every time they get together, but a nice Gong uh, juicy, show. Juicy, juicy card. By the way, that game the other night. Yes. It just drives the point home, some of the idiotic things we say that really aren't that idiotic. I mean, okay, that game is a gong show track meet. The, the Islanders let us down the other day. I, I, that, was, that was shocking. You know what? I, no, the Islanders didn't let us down. You know what? Let's not, let's not play that card. Let's play the card. How about Washington. I mean, yeah. these guys—they—they're they, losing everybody. Then they—they they have four guys out. They lose Wilson, and they just keep racking up points. Uh, you know, let's just give these guys credit. I mean, what are you going to do? The situation said you got a problem, and they turned it into a plus. Here's the thing, and I'm not going to be deterred by one game. There, it was Ooh, a close game good and word, scored, and they scored, and they scored with like 27 seconds left in the game. Let's call it out for what it is, too. And I'll tell you one thing. When the Ottawa coach says, hey, guys, I'm going to put you on a bus uh, down to the American League, you know what I mean? It's like, whatever. Like, we're, we're the worst team in the league, so who cares? When Barry Trott says, you meatballs, there's only a couple guys playing on this team right now, and I'm mixing up the lines, he will. I will we'll go through the games in order, but I'll tell there's you a, one thing. The Islanders, make, the Islanders make my card again. I will do the exact same thing, and if they lose, so be it. But uh, I think... Especially on the losing the first game to Washington, I'm going. I'm on the Islanders again. The juice is nice. They're going to find a way to get it done. Trotz questioned their uh, determination. He's like, guys, like the, the the season has started. This isn't an exhibition game. Wake up, and I believe they will wake up. All right, so we're jumping all over the place, and it's fine because it's that kind of day with all these games. There's another game. Everything you just said, and the exact same reason. Game making my car tonight. After the game the other night, he is priceless. I mean, I, I imagine being around him probably isn't as bad as, you know, 
the persona he lays out is, oh, my God, he's going to be so hard to work for. Look at his But he's hilarious. His pressers are must-see TV. Is Tortorella. He's just he's a nut bar deals with the media. You know what? He's actually like behind closed doors. Who the hell knows? But he called them out the other night. They got a point against Florida. He said, we had a crap practice. We take the point and run out of our own building. And he basically said we couldn't play worse. And he, he kind of called them out after losing the other night in overtime. And they're coming right back and playing Florida. Florida's off to a 3-0 and start. But Tortorella called Columbus out, and I, I like Columbus tonight minus 15 cents. So do I. I think Columbus, it's funny you mention that. Like Columbus and the Islanders are probably my two favorite uh, sides on the board. But let's remember one thing. Columbus was killing Florida, and they didn't even play well that game, and, and they lost a heartbreaker. Low price. I, pay, I play this thing up to 50 cents. I think Columbus murders these guys. I think they win by two goals. I might take them in ragger on the puck line, but definitely on the money line. Columbus, the Jackets are the way to go. And as for Tortorella, I get it. Like, you want to be cool and honest, but you can't just keep on saying, yeah, me and Dubois had a problem and stuff. Like, there's a time to shut up, too. Like, I get it. You want to be uh, transparent, but it's also stupid. Like, every time there's a problem with the team, you can't flip out. Sometimes, you know what, Brian? It's like it's like being a parent. Sometimes, uh, you know, when you're expecting, uh, you know, the wooden spoon or whatever, you give them a hug and say, I love you. Like, you got to do the opposite. It's a, his, his routine is just so tiresome. But, but, it's like, yeah, en- enough. But, I get it. I, I, We're never going to be good enough for you. But I, I hear- give me Columbus tonight. Yeah, no, I hear you, and but what I'm saying is the persona that they project. Yes, you know, you we don't know that that's what's going on, you know, behind closed doors. Like he he could walk in, I'm going to go out and rip you guys to shreds here, you know, just to keep them off my back or you know what I mean. And then, he, but he's not saying that to them behind closed doors. But you're right because you do, and I think he still has their ear. But there are guys, Cammy, as old as we're getting, and I got you beat by a good margin. I mean, we can go back to the. Uh, Mike Keenan's and the Hitchcocks and even Scotty Bowman's yeah. of the world that 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 mo- that uh, coaching by fear that really had a place. But now these guys make so much money; it's a lot harder to do that. Excellent and, point. And you and you get to the point where you do become the little boy who cries wolf, and they they tune you out after a while. Yeah, and hockey players are the toughest out of them all, too. You think about imagine that some of these hockey coaches coaching some guys who are playing basketball or other sports; they'd be in tears. That's the thing. So these guys still deal with it, but you said it. It's a different world we're living in right now. I agree with some of it. I don't like the other part. I think we should be, you should be able to be tough every once in a while, and players got to suck it up. But you can't just keep on yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling and have the same narrative all the time and expect these guys just to bounce back every time. They're still human beings, but the thing is, Columbus is a better team than Florida. They're at home, and they lost in heartbreaking fashion. I couldn't care less about Tortorella's speech struggling. Give me the jackets. I couldn't care less. I couldn't. No, you, you know how you, honestly, you know how you get these guys? You hit them where it hurts. The screaming and yelling at them, they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, as, as they hop in their Beamer and yeah. they go home to their movie theater in their house and sit in the hot tub and watch another hockey game. I mean, they're like, yeah, whatever. You know where you get them? And you get there, you hit them where it hurts, and that's their wallet. Yeah. So instead of you screaming and yelling at him, you know, the guy that was playing 22 minutes a game, if the guy's playing 13 minutes a game and his stats go down, he's going to make a hell of a lot less in his next contract. That's how you get their attention. Well, he already did that. He put Dubois on the bench and he got traded to Winnipeg. Next Yellow. game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know? Yeah, that's what happened. All right. Um, what are we doing? Do you want to just, uh, first of all, Rutherford go, yeah, Pittsburgh, blast. for Pittsburgh blast uh, him. in Boston, uh, the total's five and a half. The last game. Uh, was close 3-2. I think this is one of those games here 
you know, that five and a half, there's a lot of talent on the ice. Yeah, I, I get, you know, you get the Halak or Rask or whatever. First game was 3-2, totals five and a half here. I, I got to go over. Remember we had that one game last week where Boston was on this dead under run and all of a sudden the game blew up and there was a 5-4 game. I think tonight might be one of those kind of shoot em up kind of games. Yeah, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you, Brian, I don't like this game at all. I actually probably think Pittsburgh bounces back. It's nothing I'm going to bet. Yeah, for me, it's over or nothing. There's so many beautiful games on a big card on a Thursday. So here's the thing about Boston, too. I've been watching these guys intently. Like, I watch a lot of their games, and they're very they're just a solid team again, even with the injuries that they have, right? That's you know what, what I mean? They like, do. And, and the thing is, they pick, they, just the win. they pick up the kid from Vegas, and all of a sudden, him and Charlie Coyle got chemistry like they've been buddies for 20 years. That's the thing about the Boston Bruins, and I will say, Halak and Rask are the best one-two punch. Um, they can steal a game at any time. I've seen them outplayed by Philadelphia. They win uh-huh. those games, and you know what? I'm just going to say, I'm going to stop, but if you can give me a five and a half, uh, I would lean over in the game, because Pittsburgh, even though they picked up a defenseman, uh, nah, they're still loose in their end, and I don't trust their goaltending. But, yeah, over. But I have a feeling the Penguins show up, so I'm just going to – it's over. That's the only bet I'd make in this game. I don't like the side. I like the total more. I agree with you. Well, and well, in, in why I say I would lean that way real quick, and we'll move on from – but Pittsburgh came out of the gate, and their first five games went over the total, and then the last two games have been 3-2 games. And you're so you're like – you're right there. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. the, the, this team can score, and they can't stop anybody. No, it's true. Uh, I find, uh, and Boston games are kind of, they're really interesting, even when they're outplayed. You know what I mean? Uh, they're just, their goaltenders are so good. Like, I, I, I've i had games, I'm just watching Halak. I'm like, wow, man, I can't believe they have both of these guys. And Rask against Philadelphia, in the overtime alone, he had some of the best saves, like, I've seen in years. So that's the thing about Boston. Even when they're loose and not playing great, their goaltenders bail them out a lot of the time. But you're right. If you can get a lower total, that's the way to go. So you talk about it, and you're good at these sneaky overs. This might be a sneaky over. Yeah, I mean, no, I, 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 yeah, I like it. I, I'm, I was going to say it's not one of the best. I, it's one of the games I actually do like. I, I think you'll see goals in the game. Here's what I, I, I'm so big on the intangible stuff. And we, again, the scheduling aspect of things, Cam. I'm telling you, the the way to hit a home run, and I'm finding some of these things that are coming to pass here. And what did we say? We said give it two weeks, three weeks. We're going to find some new things. Can I know you do this? And I, I was doing a, a, another show. Uh, I was having a debate with our buddy Andy Isco, and it's a different sport. And you know, we went through this whole running debate, and and I said, "Well, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. I said, I'm running with it. I think there's a real thing here. I used to do this in hockey." In a regular season, and I'm doing it even more now. The first thing I said when we did the first podcast before the start of the season, all right, there was an NBA game last night, and it was Sacramento was at Orlando. Correct. I had Sacramento, actually. <laughs> so I had Sacramento, <laughs> all right, minus one and a half. Now, and here's the reason. I, did, I, you know, I didn't go to algorithms and num- you know, all this other stuff. I was going to say crap, but no, it works for people. But I'm looking at Sacramento, and they're sitting here starting a, was, let's see what this is, a one, two, three, four game road trip. And they're up in Northern California. So now they're heading east. It's a four-game road trip. Now when they've said these guys, when they get stuck in a room and they can only go to the room and the rink, the room and the rink, they're going to check out on the back end of trips. 
They are literally going to mentally check out, and that's what's happening. It is happening. But the other part of that is if you've got a longish road trip, play on the team starting the road trip because they're, they're focused, they go in, and they want to get the trip off to a good start. And as much as a thank you, Sacramento, you know, by the time they get, and it's a hockey podcast, but the same thing's going to happen a dozen times in, in this NHL in the next week and a half. But by the time Sacramento gets to the end of this road trip at New Orleans on Monday, February, I'm playing New Orleans with my lungs because Sacramento's got to get me home. I want out of here. I can't do this anymore. And the hockey thing is worse. The protocols for these guys, room rink, room rink. You can't even go to another guy's room and say hi to him. No, it's true. No, I, I agree with you, and I think that's a great angle. And you could tell it's a great angle, not by the way they win, by, the, by, by how much they win by. It's not even close. Like, they were up at, by 20 points in a road game, and, that, and they're not a very good team. So that's all you need to know. Think about a good team in that type of situation as well. It's a great angle it plays. All right. So, I mean, these are the, some of the things, the general rule of thumb things that you got to look at, which leads us to another game tonight that's a, a, a weird bird. And I, I think I'll just sit on the sidelines, but it's Tampa Bay laying $1.50 at Carolina, and we're getting Carolina, a team that we both like a lot, Cam. I know you like them too, and you're getting them plus a quarter at home. But you sit here and you look at this game. Carolina hasn't played a game since January 18th. And then, you know, you're looking at the Tampa Bay's been off since the 23rd. And the Carolina guys, they had an outbreak. I don't know what to do with this game. I'm staying away from it. I will say this, though. If there's an angle, all those teams that have rest have won. Uh, yes. The Dallas Stars started the season late. They beat Nashville in the first two Florida games. All these other, Chicago. Florida murdered Chicago. All this uh, COVID and rest, it's actually been a benefit. But I wouldn't go to Carolina because Tampa Bay's also been off. And Tampa Bay, the last time I remember watching them, they got embarrassed by Columbus. I think it's a dangerous spot. I lean Tampa Bay against Carolina, but I don't love the game. So I think we could find something better on this card. But I lean, uh, right. I lean Next- Lightning. Now here, next game on the car, we mentioned we're, we're coming, but we both believe at some point the, the benefit for, the, for Washington, you know, that was the saving grace for Washington. And again, I'm not shooting holes at what they're doing. It's amazing. But at least they were home. They were with their wife and kids and, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? If, if they had lost all those guys and they were stuck in a hotel room on a road, maybe it would have been a completely different story. But give them full marks. But I still got us to think the Islanders – uh, with trots are very good at bouncing back from a defeat. So I'm with you. We like, I think we both like the Islanders again, lane 30. We do. All right. Here's one I would normally, normally would be all in on. And it's kind of baked in the cake here with the number. We, we love what Montreal's doing. But Montreal, two, what happened? They play three. They play Toronto, two at Edmonton, the three games at Vancouver. They have yet to be home. It would normally be first game home from a long road trip. You're all in. You're playing the Flames, and the Flames are ticked off, and Kachuk was, you know, I put the tweet out. Did you see the end of the, the um, yeah. Yeah. Flames yeah. game the other night? When, yeah. when Kachuk's going at the, at the Gatorade bottles, when Muzzin shot the puck at him, and but when he was got, going off the got, ice. Here's I, the thing. I, no, I don't, care, I don't care that Muzzin shot the puck with him, and I don't care. The I don't, I don't, thing is, here, I'm just going to say one quick thing. Did he intend to hurt the goalie? No. Did he follow him on purpose? Yes. And Jack Campbell got hurt because of it. If I was the Leafs, I would take Kachuk's head and I would literally hold him up if I oh, could, I, and I would punch until I couldn't punch it I anymore. Know. I, this I, guy's an absolute wish. clown. And I, I know, know he's a good hockey player. And the thing is, 
this guys like this need to be uh, dealt with. And you know, but well, I, think, I wish I there was Calgary a game might, the next I night. I think Calgary might be in a good spot tonight, losing two to the Leafs. They're going to be very angry tonight. Well, but what I was going to say, well, the, the angle thing would be always play first game home from the long road trip. You play the visitors, but they they get five days rest. It's their home opener. But yeah, at the at the end, so I'm staying away from it. But the um, the Kachuk thing, I'm belly laughing. I'm an idiot. I got no life. I'm I'm sitting here. He's he's slamming the rack that's holding the Gatorade bottles and, and immediately. And I go and tweet it out. I go. It reminded me of the jerk with Steve Martin, where he's standing. He's standing by the oil cans, and the guy's shooting at him. He goes, Tony's really mad at these oil cans. <laughs> no, that, that guy. The thing about Kachuk is a great player, but he's a menace to society. And one day he's gonna oh. he's gonna do something really stupid, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's not gonna end well for him. You know what? Honestly, it might be an opportunity lost. If you, imagine if you had the the time, the willingness, or the gumption to do it. But he'd be a, a pay-per-view event. Would he be a great documentary to just follow this wing basket all year long yep. in this division? And you, I mean, because you, you wish the Leafs played them the next night. But we still got the Battle of Alberta's coming up. He's still got to bump into his brother. And they got the Leafs again down the road. I mean, just following this guy would be a great documentary. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's 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 an old school player, man. This guy gets it. Like when all these other guys are just skating around, like he like he likes to instigate it. He is the he's the modern day rat, uh, Brian. You know what I mean? He, the rats who like uh, basically uh, deadlift pizza in the New York subway. That's what Kachuk is. He's a rat, like Ken, Kenny Lindsman. He'll drive you nuts. You want to have him on your team, but when you play against him, the guy absolutely drives you insane and. It's a it's a great thing. He draw, draws penalties, gets people off their game, pisses them off. But you know what I mean. Uh, I, I'm just not down down with his routine. If I was a defenseman, he did that to my goalie. He's um, he's eating a fist sandwich. All right, let's go to the Rangers in Buffalo. Here's here's the skinny Buffalo, here. Buffalo. Well, no, normally uh, you, you know you're looking for the team that lost the first game here. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away from this because I really think Buffalo can win this. I, they they they. They come out of the gate. They were in trouble. I mean, they were in trouble with their season going bye-bye. The Rangers are now the one who they've got desperation tonight. When you fall this far back early on, you can be in trouble. But all of a sudden, the Sabres get three of a possible four. I thought, you know, didn't show me any heart in Washington, but got three of a possible four, then beat the Rangers. So all of a sudden, boom, look at them. They're two points out of the playoffs in that division. Like, you're right back in it. But there's something about this matchup. It's a pick. The total is six. The Sabres, there are certain teams the Sabres own. The Rangers in Buffalo, that's been one. Of, they have 50 career wins, only four teams that they faced in the NHL since they got in the league in 71. Uh, the Rangers became the fourth team that they've recorded 50 all-time wins against. They just beat them in New York in Buffalo. Uh, maybe New York's a little bit of a different story, but you're getting Carter Hutton coming back, who got knocked out with the concussion or the, the head injury. Of, I like the Rangers. It's but pretty, Hutton, it's Hutton, Hutton. I don't care. I don't. Here's the thing, and I got to go down swinging. This team has broken down leads twice against Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Is the coach going to get fired? I, I don't know what's going on with the Rangers. They have to be the most disappointing team in the league. If they want the season to end quickly, they don't get a point in this game uh, against Buffalo. I'm telling you, I, I got to come back to these guys. I know it's no guarantee, and I like the way Buffalo – at home, they can really play well. Eichel finally got off the schneid. He got a goal, but I'm telling you, Brian, I got to go back to the Rangers, and if they can't win this game, heads are going to roll. I got to take the Rangers I, I, here. All right. Uh, that's fine. Uh, the one thing is, and you know me in analytics, you know, really, and I got it all yeah. over me. Uh, but 
so I, but reading about this, five on five, the Sabres are actually number four in the league uh, from, from an analytics department. And in five on five, they're one of the top teams in the league, five on five. And the thing they've never been, they've not been great at, but all of a sudden, the guys they brought in, uh, even Eakin, and I'm not betting because of Cody Eakin, but, but Eakin and Eichel spent the better part of the offseason working on this because it was a very big, weak part of his game. And I, I'm trying to think the other guy, at the time, Stahl jumps in there. But the Sabres, and Joe Micheletti was saying this on the broadcast the other day. He says, the Rangers have got no shot to win this game because literally it was like they'd line up for a face-off. It was here, here, Buffalo, hand them the, hand them the puck. The Sabres, like, ate them alive. Like, every power play, boom, right back to the point, two minutes of pressure. The, the Rangers can't win a face-off to send their life. Cam, they didn't have the puck half the game. It's a problem. Uh, I know, and I, I kind of laugh when all the sports books had that bet, you know, like more points, Devils and Rangers, and it was like, uh, you know, and are they giving away money? The Rangers have problems. We expected this yeah. team to be a lot better, and the books knew something, and, uh, you know, they. I don't understand it. I just... They look, their young players aren't gelling. They're not getting the goaltending. And that's another thing. Everyone wanted to crown you know, Georgiev and uh, well, Shesterkin well, as like Lafren- all these guys. Yeah, exactly. Lafreniere is doing nothing. The goaltending's not been good. Like this whole team, back end, they got guys missing. It's a problem. But I have to think if they have any personal pride, the way they've lost these oh, games with leads against Pittsburgh and Buffalo that they come back and they've blown every game in the third period. I don't know what the heck's going on, but they got to figure it out. I'm going to take them one more time. And if Buffalo wins, maybe we just fade the Rangers a lot more because I thought they'd be better than this. Uh, the funny thing is, in a weird way, I, I'm not, I'm staying away from it, but I actually looked for goals in the game. Hutton was playing really good, but he's been off the shelf a little bit. And the, the Sabres had a million chances the other night, but the, the, the Rangers did make some pushes and the, the guys they are throwing out their camp, you know, I mean, you got Panarin. You got all these. I mean, they're yep. they're when they have the puck. Believe me, they're they're throwing it around like it's on a string. Maybe there's goals in that game. Uh, L.A. Minnesota. I'm going to stay away, man. I'm, I, I pass. Did, I, pass. I, I hard, played the hard, over. It. Hard I played, pass. I'm going to play. I might play the over again, but it was a real low score. I played the over, and it was yeah. an under. So I was wrong yep. on that one. Staying away. You know, I don't get. I don't got to get hit upside the head with a two by four too many times to learn to duck. Exactly. And this is one of them. Yep. No, I got no problem with that, Brian. Dallas, Detroit, Dallas. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually made a good bet. I had uh, Detroit at the plus one in the regulation. They lost a heartbreaker, and I loved the spot for them. Dallas feeling good about themselves. Two wins against Nashville. Detroit playing like junk. Got smoked by Chicago on, uh, on the weekend on Sunday. That's the angle to play. I think Dallas will probably wake up after that game. They got lucky to win, but I don't like the game at all. I would actually uh, lean over in this game, well, but I don't, I don't I was, love it I, You know what? I was thinking that myself. I would lean over, but you know how you're going to get the over is if Dallas gets there themselves. Because, yeah. Um, no, here, here's Detroit's games. Here's how many goals they've scored. Zero. Four. Hey. Wait a minute. Oops. Two, three, one, yeah. two, one. In this yeah. day and age, in the end, they can't score. No, they can't. Uh, uh, I, no, I was actually thinking, like, can, does Detroit have a chance? They had their chance that last game. I'm going to pass a hard pass on this game again. Uh, is, is, <laughs> Arizona, all. is Arizona? A, a, yes, uh, Arizona dollar forty here's, against the. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If John Gibson didn't play in this game, I would literally go to the bank and say, "How do we refinance?" Because I want to go like 
nuts on Arizona. But the problem is John Gibson's the best goalie in the world right now. He's single-handedly winning games for Anaheim. one nothing, 2-1. doesn't matter. Like, these guys aren't scoring. They're getting great goaltending. Arizona should have won the last game. Can he be great forever? I like, uh, I like the desert dogs here, but that's, that's my take. Uh, but Gibson, yeah, you're you're walking into a, you're walking into a burning house right now with this guy because he's simply he's stellar. I, they're making you pay for it. The total's five and a half under forty. Anaheim went over. It was five two. They lost in Vegas the first game. The next six games, Cam, they've gone under six yeah. in a row. Six in a row to the under. Yeah, I kind of I lean under and I lean Arizona in the game. Like it's just one of those things. Uh, Arizona's going to figure it out tonight. I, I like them in the bounce back spot. I remember when they played bad against San Jose. The next game, they beat them like five to two. I think Ranta was in the net that night. But uh, you know, it, yeah, you're paying a premium because the book understands. Like Arizona should win this game. Anaheim will only win if John Gibson stands on his head again, and it can't happen in a hockey game. Give me the Arizona. Give me the Arizona. Oh, 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 oh Coyotes. But Atta it's boy. not my, it's not my favorite up. game on the board. But I like no, it. You're starting to wake up. I'm like, right. no, I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm still watching Ty Hat and miss four four footers. In, I'm watching uh, the replay. Don't tell, yeah, I know he he vomited all over himself. I, I'm watching the second tier of guys that teed off to see now my guys are doing. Um, Martin Jones and Grubauer tonight. I mean, I I love Colorado, but I ain't laying two bucks. And it's San I agree. That's I a, agree. That's a, I, if anything, I. I don't, I'm staying away, but if anything, I'd, I'd take a little tiny swing with San Jose. I mean, that's that's too big. Uh, I don't like Colorado tonight. I was just going to blindly think I could put them in some parlays, but that could be a recipe for disaster, especially yeah. since they won the last game 7-3. to three. As Jay Sharkey has a tendency to come back with uh, teeth after losing a game. So I'm going to pass on this game, Brian. I'm going to show some discipline and, and pass probably the old – what is, am I seeing a six? There's a six, 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 six. You know what, buddy? Uh, no, here's, here's I the don't thing. know. This no, game's no, going no, under. No, no, they, they, the they, you nailed it. You know, there's the play. We how many times we said this? First game of a series until you know once they start cycling through and they all play each other. But these are the first times they played each other this year. First game they all go for it's high scoring. Then the hate builds up and the team that loses plays tighter. It's it's a, a general rule of thumb. Game one over, game two under, and it's six and a half. I mean, if if I was gonna do anything. I would do under six and a half. Well, I agree. I, actually, it's six. It's six over 20. I take a little flyer with the under. I like the under, too. And I think uh, people, if you're just going to put Colorado in parlays, it could be a dangerous move tonight. They might squeak out a win, but that juice is too high for me. I'm going to pass. All right, tonight, I got to tell you, the St. Louis-Vegas game the other night, Vegas is $1.45, the total six hundred. That game read like a hockey novel. Oh, they show up at the rink. The coaches have COVID. All of a sudden, the general manager's coaching with the AHL team, who they're lucky was in town now. So they, they had all new coaches. They took a too many men, too many men in the ice penalty. They started to figure out. The players knew what they had to do. That's not that much of an issue anymore. But for whatever reason, when these two teams play in Vegas, it's a circus act. And there's so many. There's posts. Too many men in the ice. Uh, Stone with a the semi-dirty hit, and then they had fights. Uh, Patrick, he got a hat trick. Uh, the Golden Knights were down two in this game camp, and they're all, they hit the post seven times, right? I mean, I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I'm just said, okay, but you know, the, the social media, and you're watching the game, and the announcers, and and well, Vegas hit the post seven times, and then they come out at the end of the game, they go, well, the number one star of the game was the post for St. Louis, and I'm like, stop, that's it. I couldn't take it anymore. I said, stop. Okay, listen, if a goalie is playing his angles right, right. The post is what he gave you. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, no, it's a good point. Sorry, the post is part of the goalie's equipment. Stop making excuses. Put the damn puck in the net. Stop the post. They, they, oh, they hit the post. They hit the post. Stop crying about the post. The, the, the goalie, if he's playing his angles right, he, he that that was not it's not going in the net. The goalie played his angles right. Stop whining about the post. No, that's the thing. See, that's why you know hockey. You should be the broadcaster instead of some of these meatballs that we watch on a nightly basis. But uh, you know, a hundred times, a million times more. I agree. Here's the thing. Vegas is a big favorite tonight. You saw them come back against St. Louis in that game. They can turn on a switch at any time. Um, they're winning this game. Uh, if St. Louis won the first game, Vegas will find a way to win this game. I don't care about the juice. Give me Vegas. And I would say this to you, my friend. You got the, get the goalie soap opera going on here, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's making it interesting. They made their, they made their bed. Leonard's their guy moving forward. Flurry's still here. They couldn't move him. Flurry's making a case right now. They can't move this guy. I mean, he is playing lights out, and they're going every other game. Leonard Flurry, Leonard Flurry. Let me tell you something, Cam. You need a BB gun to beat Flurry right now. And if, if when DeBoer gets back in here, if he's ever going to play a guy back to back, the guy he's got to play is Flurry. Flurry is playing unbelievable. I, I agree. I, he's, I, he's better. The thing is, Leonard, I think, is fine. He's above average goaltender, but when Flurry's on, he's unstoppable. That's I play the, the under. Like I'm just saying, Flurry's coming in. I'm playing the under. Yeah. He, he, hey, Over in the first what, game. What was the last the game? 6-5? to five? Was it 6-5? 5-4, I believe. 5-4, sorry. Sorry, I got one off. There were so many damn goals. But you're right. You come back to the under in this game. I like Vegas, though. I like Vegas in a, like a 3-4-1 to four to one type of game. I think they take care of business. All right, Toronto and Edmonton, $1.30 on the lease. I mean, they, they, that's, I mean, it's, the Leafs are kind of must-see TV, but it's not so much the Leafs, honestly. It's, it's they're, whoever they're playing is why it's this polarizing thing because they're getting everybody's best shot. To their credit, you know, they're, they're getting through here. And I, I, Part of me, and maybe they're right, I, they, I think that, you know, they walk around like, you know, we're, we're the cat's ass. and and they got tons of talent. But, I mean, everybody, look, look at, again, Kachuk's reaction at the end of that game. I mean, these teams invest. You know what? Let's start watching this. I'm going to make a mental note to self. Self, I'm going to look for teams after they play the Leafs. I wonder if it wouldn't be a bad idea to fade the teams that just got done playing the Leafs because I think everybody invests so much energy in beating Toronto that the next yep. game's like an air out of the balloon thing. So let's so let's take a look. That Calgary Montreal game, I know uh, we're going backwards a bit. It's a double angle. Calgary got swept by the Leafs. You kind of liked them on that angle. They're also playing Montreal, a team that was in Vancouver coming back home, but Calgary played the Leafs last. Let's see what happens in that game and maybe we can apply that theory moving forward because I do agree. But all the talent that's out there, Cam, you would think, right? Six and a half? But not necessarily so. They played earlier this year. They're come playing on. unders now, except for the come last on, game. Computer. The Leafs have been playing unders, right? That's that's the thing. Like they're trying to, you know, really get get these guys to back check, play some defense. But with Edmonton, this could turn into a shinny game real quick. Well, like the second they, game against Calgary, like it was up and down. There should have been twelve goals in that game. It was well, recently nuts. they just played Cam. First game, uh, Edmonton won three one. Yep. Second game, Leafs won four two. So you got an under it went and a under push. both times because it would not. Uh, well, I think it was six and a half. Yeah, another, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it as a push in game two. It was six okay. because the first game was three. But surprisingly, with all those guys, the, the, they were lower scoring games. That's the thing. There's it's no automatic. Everyone just bets the Leafs over blindly. Uh, it's something I wouldn't do. 
Uh, you, you could kind of see when the team is trending. The last game went over, too. They're going to probably have a little more attention to defense. I don't like this game at all, Brian. You know, I, I, I like to bet Leafs games, but I'm going to say probably Edmonton's the play. The Leafs swept Calgary. I think Edmonton at home. Uh, they also lost the last time that they played to the Leafs. I think Edmonton probably, you know, wins this game like 3-2. to two. It'll be a tight one. All right, pal. Uh, this hurt. Um, I'm, not betting, I, I'm on, not betting Ottawa on, with on. your money, your Honda's money, Mike's money, anybody's money. Buddy, I, I, so, so let me ask you. That's exactly what I was going to say. And the coach is saying, you know, we got kids that are taking it for granted that they're not I agree working with them. Hey, okay, guys, he's, enjoy, oh, enjoy, enjoy your stay at the Hyatt, Vancouver, because you're going to be sitting, you're going to be sleeping with bedbugs at the Scottish Inn and the Motel 6. We'll leave the light on for you. You're uh, done. These so guys, let me, oh, yeah, but you can you explain you this to me? National Hockey League? Okay, sorry, Brian, I'm just getting fired up. No, but, but, but uh, everything you're saying, that's, I'm staring at this. Uh, on this road trip, they lose 6-3 Ottawa at uh, Winnipeg. Uh, the, uh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they played two at home. Then they went to Winnipeg. They lost 6-3. Then they go to Vancouver, where Vancouver's season and Benning's the hot seat in the whole nine yards. So they've lost seven one and five one in the first two at Vancouver. Yes. Okay. Now for Vancouver, no small thing because he's awesome. JT Miller got back in the lineup. They're a different team when he's in here, but they just pumped these guys seven one and five one. And everything you just said, I wouldn't bet it with any, you know monopoly money, whatever. Why is this number a dollar forty? Why isn't this number $2? I couldn't agree. This feels like the trap of the night. I don't know. For Ottawa to win, what are they going to do? They have to play basically a flawless game, and Vancouver must be drunk. Because I'll tell you something. Don't you play Vancouver on the puck line here and just say, you know, show it to me, Ottawa. I mean, because Vancouver's, Vancouver's still dug a hole. They're still desperate. They better rack up points now. And... They're playing better, and Ottawa's playing horrific. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, this and you know the way we gamble, Brian. We'd probably come back to Ottawa. The problem is I can't come back to a team that is not just losing game, but losing by five, by six, by three. They're horrible. They're a horrible hockey team. And another thing is, the one thing they didn't do with these young players, the mistake that they made in the organization was their goaltending. Matt Murray wasn't a good goaltender in Pittsburgh, and he's going to be a hell of a lot worse in Ottawa, too. Their back end, they got Thomas Shabbat and a bunch of guys who don't know what's going on. Young players, they're going to get better, and their forwards stink. They have nobody that could that, that could finish. Stutzel will be good eventually, but he's still a kid. This Ottawa team, I expected them to be better. I expected them to compete. They did against Toronto, and other than the Toronto series, they've been an absolute abomination this year. They stink. It's Vancouver or nothing. Well, and the, one last thing on this, and, and I would just say this to you, the total six and a half. If Ottawa shows up with an effort, it's over. Well, they get yeah. some goals, but right now Murray can't stop a medicine ball. No, he can't. It's a big problem. Like they have no goaltending. They have a Ottawa has so many issues, and I agree with the coach Smith. I think he should just send half of the team down to the minors, bring them up. It doesn't matter anyway. Other than two, two or three players on their team, like Stutzel and Shabbat, they are a minor, minor league team. Why don't you bring up some guys that actually want to be there and play? That's my that's my take. All right, real quick, Friday night. Um, you know, the spotlight is on Columbus and Chicago because it's the. Uh, I mean, really, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If if Columbus beats back to back nights, Florida, Columbus. if Columbus beats Florida, which we love on Thursday, I'll probably come back to Chicago. That team is snake bitten. Can you be the, believe the last two games? What have they lost in two shootouts and an overtime? Whatever, whatever the hell it is, they win games in regulation. They never get the right end. If Columbus beats Florida, they're going to be sleeping at the wheel. I'll go with, with Chicago. 
All right, and then Saturday, let's broad brush because we got new series that yeah. will be starting for the weekend. So Gatling Gun, uh, interesting. Lindy Ruff goes back to Buffalo with the Devils, who have been one of the better stories uh, early in the season. I'm leery of the Devils with a team that you know comes off the long layoff and they were hungry in a new system. And Ruff has their ear, and it's all Primrose Lane right now. I don't know when it happens. Maybe it's an incredible story. I don't know. They're getting good goaltending. I just I don't know when it happens, but I gotta believe water's gonna find its level with the Devils at some point. I agree. They're playing good right now. Can you believe that they have guys on their team? Three guys named Wood. Their goalie they have Blackwood, Wedgwood, and porn star Miles Wood. <laughs> you know what my name is, Brian? You and doing the show. That's what me and Gabe were talking about too in our show. He goes, <laughs> "Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Miles Wood along with my buddy Ron Rubber." That's your porn name. Well, yeah, Ron Rubber. Yes. And he's in your Miles Wood. Well, how about a hockey show with Miles Wood and Ron Rubber? Don't you like that? No. Uh, well, that, well, I thought you were going to like that one a lot more. Sorry, it's pretty early. No, no, European no, no, I, no, no, I, no. I think you you could have. No, I, honestly, I, like what kind of team has Miles Wood, Scott Wedge, or the Blackwood and Wedgewood? Wood. Like they have three guys named Wood on their team. It's not like it's Smith. You know. So, well, does, does there a trade coming to get another one? I hope so, yes. If there's more wood in the league, send them to New Jersey, to Newark. Jeez. Anyway, I love that. you're right, though. But if New Jersey, they've been playing good, but uh, Buffalo, they, they should be able to take care of business. But they will play for rough. I do like that. Uh, Pittsburgh and the Rangers, I, in a weird way, maybe I take a little, a little look at the Rangers on the weekend, yes. like getting home, because they're desperate. And, and Pittsburgh is ordinary. Yeah, I agree. I you know what? I absolutely agree with that. Here's the thing about the Rangers. They're eventually going to figure it out, and I want to be on the first part of this chain rather than, than the end. I think it starts in Buffalo, and I still don't believe in Pittsburgh. Lean that way, Brian. But, yeah, these are look-ahead spots. Like, we have to see what's going these on. These are we generics. We, yeah, the guys, we're doing the show. We don't know the goaltenders. We don't know anything there. We're just throwing out first thoughts to you, and it would yeah. be the Rangers for me. Real quick. I mean, these are Gatling guns because we go all day. Yeah, exactly. Boston, Boston and Washington, at some point, these guys are going to come back. they got to shake off rink rust. Um, Washington's on a tootsie roll. Maybe running into Boston could be the kryptonite. It could be. Um, I think Boston's just one of those teams I don't like betting against them. This is a very difficult game. Um, probably going to pass on that one. One game I do kind of like, if Colorado finds a way to lose to SJ Sharkey, I'm going to come back to them against Minnesota. Minnesota's one of those teams, they're winning games like 2-1, to one and then, you know what I mean? I think people think they're better than they really are, and if Colorado wants to play, they, could win, they can win that game. And Actually, I see another revenge spot, too. Didn't the Ducks beat the Blues? Earlier on, I think. The yeah, I, I was looking at St. Louis. I was looking, but that's the one be, I look at. That's the one would, I look at. They, they would probably be about, what, 50, 55 on the road. And maybe maybe St. Louis on the puck line. Um, you know, we don't know what happens in the second game with Vegas, but they already got two points to start. So um, let, let's say St. Louis-Vegas is the low-scoring game tonight. That we're, if, we're, if we're plotting a course for that, maybe St. Louis uh, – that offense gets cranking a little bit here, even against Gibson and the Ducks. I agree. Uh, I agree 100%. And then uh, Vancouver and Winnipeg will, you know, get a little set two going. Um, I think I, think Vancouver- I like Win- you know what? I think I like Winnipeg there. Winnipeg's one of those teams I really like that comeback win against Edmonton. I know they're still giving up goals, but they can score goals. And the thing, Vancouver had a nice little easy set against Ottawa. I'd look at Winnipeg in that game. Uh, they were really good to me. I remember that night they were down. Brian, I live bet them at like plus two fifty, and they came back and beat Edmonton six to four. They can score. 
You know, it's, it's so funny, isn't it, though? I just, And we'll wrap it up with this. This is just like I told you about the Sabres. We're like, my God, what do you got, you idiots? You're going to blow the season, and bam, they're right there, two points within fourth. Vancouver, they were ready to fire everybody, and all of a sudden they get their head out of their backside. Miller comes back. Now all of a sudden you look, oh, guess who's in the playoffs if they started today? Vancouver's up the fourth. Exactly. That, that's the nature of this thing. You said it, man. It, I mean, it's just wild. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. It's it's basically baseball series and hockey with intensity. I don't know how these guys do it. Like, this is but, crazy, Brian. But like, it's starting, it, though. It's starting. It, Cam, the first six, seven games, this is our final thought. The yeah. first six, seven games, we're like, this is going to be great to end the back-to-back nights. And yeah. They're going to kill each other. It's going to be teeth and blood. It's been pond hockey. But all of a sudden, you notice in the middle of this week, guys are starting to hate each other a little bit. I, it, it, was, it was it was pond hockey. They and now each other. They're going to murder each. This is only uh, the we've only started this thing. And it's I'll just starting what, though. That's and I don't know how the, I don't know how this works. We're going to find an angle. Is it going to lead to penalties with overs? Is it going to lead to a mediocrity and just kind of going through the motions because you're tired? You can't play at that pace. We have to monitor these things and find trends that we can use because I'll tell you something, buddy. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you one thing. There's going to be a lot of guys in the box because, yeah, they already hate each other now. What's going to happen in a couple more weeks? Guys are going to get sticked. Like, it's it's going to get rougher. I agree with you 100%. Hey, we love doing this, and we got a lot of good information. We're just out of the gate. We invite you. Please go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. You're going to be playing these games. Click on the banners on our site. Help us keep this thing going. Uh, and all the, you know, the wonderful places that give you the opportunity uh, and the appetites there to bet. So, if you're going to be betting these games, we'd appreciate you click on the link on the banner, the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Help us keep this thing going as we we got a lot of other things to do, Cam. You know, I mean, uh, I, lo- <laughs> I, I love you, buddy, but, I mean, you know, I can just call you on the phone and do this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? I'm sorry. No, Brian, I'm sorry for waking you up, but I was watching golf at, like, 4 in the morning, too, buddy. Like, I'll tell you, I, I don't think these guys we work with understand. It's like, I, I think I'm going nuts. Like, we're doing, like, you know what, I'm finishing shows. Well, no, like, oh, well, no like, and, and, you know, it's I'm losing my mind. Well, I used to be a night person. Yeah. Right? And now, now I'm, well, now I'm a morning person. Yeah. You know, I mean, okay, fine. But it's one of these things, I love you like a brother, but this morning it was like, you know, we, we hook up together and go, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you deserve to yell at me. I text you. I told you, let's just sleep in and do it a little bit later. I'm all up because I only slept for a couple hours. And then, and then you send me the text yeah, and you want to start I'm early. You know what, Brian? You know what? Usually, sometimes you call me. It's it, This one's on me. I love you. So what are, we doing? what are we doing here? This is the games that I'm looking at that we really like. I'm going to the Islanders. I'm going to the Rangers. You might disagree with me on that game. I think Arizona should be able to get it done. Uh, Vegas, I know these are – a lot of favorites here. What dog are we looking at again? Uh, I was thinking, what was the dog that I'm looking at? Actually, we uh, like Columbus. And I I think, the two I liked, I, I liked. I, I thought Pittsburgh, Boston, crazy. San Jose is, might be a good dog. Could, like if you're looking be, for value, San Jose yeah. is probably the dog. I think the number's too high. Yeah, in that one. Well, no, I mean honestly, from from the plus price perspective, again, maybe running in front of a bus, but I, I, unless they know something I don't. Let me, re, you know what? Hang in there, thirty seconds. Uh, what do we got tonight? It's Murray against Holtby. I'm I, 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 sorry. Over. I'm not playing Vancouver on the puck line. I'm, I'm going to go for the plus a dollar seventy. I'm sorry. They right now. Cur- I mean, if you were going to ever play a current form thing, I had an argument with a buddy of mine. I'll leave him out his name out. Yeah. How about current form in hockey? 
How many how many games do you think it would be for current format? It's current, there's no such thing. Exactly. I, he goes, well, what do you mean? I, just, I said, it's a trick question. And he's like, he wants me to give him an answer. I go, there's no answer to that. I said, first of all, the goalie can upset the apple cart any night. But then you've got the scheduling thing where they're at the end of a road trip and they're exhausted and they're this. And there's like 37 components to every game. Forget current form. Yeah, I agree with that. And like people like that's the thing. Like we had a big argument, too, about trends and all that stuff. Most trends are stupid. And, you know, these guys like things can end really quick. Like I look at each game in itself. Right, Brian? Like there's teams that are hot, teams that are cold, and you can use that. But it does, it's not necessarily just, you know, flick a switch. You have to look at everything game by game, shift by shift. It's a different sport to bet, but it's a great sport to bet. All right, man. Give me the that's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> Down, boy. Actually, we got too many favorites tonight, so I got to put you back in the kennel. See, the, the beauty of it is the problem. It's, you know, we've been doing this now forever. We've been working together, but doing the pocket. I gave you the give me the that's all, folks, and you give me the thing, and it's the perfect out to end the show. And then you come back with another sentence. And hey, the, Brian, Brian, the Brian, I got one. I got ends. one for you. Yeah, here. It. <laughs> Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.